All right, welcome back everyone. So I know last episode I told you that would be the last episode I would record today. But sadly, or goodly, or howeverly you want it, um, I lied. Um, I might not publish this episode, I'm not sure yet. Um, this one's more for me, for my personal use. Um, because in creating this podcast, um, in the sense of just trying to put out content, Um, and trying to keep myself sane from all this craziness going on, uh, I realized that, shit, I need to start working on my thesis. I need to, need to, need to start working on that thesis. Um, I actually have two incomplete uh, assignments that I need to finish up before I start my thesis defense um, and just writing the proposal and being able to defend it so that I can start doing my research. Um, So that's what I want to share with you all today. Um... This is more just an update on how I'm doing, uh, what does my research consist of, what are the potentials for the research. Um, I'm hoping that I can use this platform maybe. Um, I can create another account, or not another account, sorry, another podcast um, to kind of just take this research and make it a little bit more interactive, kind of bring in all the things that I'm liking now, like media and podcasts and videos. Um, as well as social research and the questions that I have. Um, So yeah, so we'll see how this comes out. But for right now, um, so my thesis is around DNA testing, specifically um, direct-to-consumer genetic testings, which are 23andMe, Ancestry.com, all those other types of um, DNA tests that will tell you a little something about your ancestry. Um, keep in mind, I don't work for any of these companies. Um, the reason, the main reason why I wanted to do this research, and I guess just so do you understand why I think this even matters, is because um, direct-to-consumer genetic testing has gained a lot of popularity uh, in the last 10 years. Uh, genetic sequencing itself and DNA testing um, have revolutionized and have changed in the past 20 years drastically um we are we were able to do the human genome uh, project which literally sequenced all of the human's dna Um, so we have the blueprint of what makes a human this is both great and not so great Um, and the reason for that is morality Um, ethics what do we do how do we use it how do we regulate it not only that who gets access to these things Um, so again I don't want to bring it too much back into race. Um, That's not the goal. The goal is not to discriminate or to continue to bring up the obvious that um, there are racial markers and racial distinctions um, and just so many different things that impact how we live our lives. Um, And a lot of it comes from race. if you are, if this is something new to you, um, if you think race is blind, or you just don't really think that race is something that you should pay too much attention to, um, I would recommend you to think about it. Um, because I have heard many people say and use the word, I don't see race, um, which I have uh, not a disagreement, but I just would like for people to think that yes you you personally may not see race Um, and I get 
that by you saying that you are letting me know that you're not gonna treat me any different because I am a Hispanic man um, or you're not gonna treat me any different because I am an immigrant to this country but that statement not only says that it is also stating that race doesn't exist and race damn near exists like it is very very real um, it ha- again like my last the last episode about alcoholism there are things that they change race may be different here in the US than it is in other parts of the world um, it may stretch it may dim it but it exists it, it still has real impacts on real people just like how alcoholism can be very different throughout different cultures in different parts of the world but can still have very real real significant impacts on lives um, so that is more of just the moral why am i doing this research why do i even care that people are using dna testing why does it matter that people want to find out about their ancestry whether it's true or not i'm not debating that the ancestry test that you got is real or it's fake or that they don't have enough that they don't have enough uh, data or just anything to really tell you and that's not my goal my goal is not to tell you did you spend those hundred dollars or was the test worth the hundred dollars no my research looks into what is this test doing how is it changing our personalities how is it changing our ideas of race is it changing our ideas of race is there anything that this test um, is doing to either better wars change impact whatever it is that's what I'm interested in I'm interested in knowing how this scientific method new scientific mechanism is affecting the personal identities of its consumers the personal identities of the participants that have decided to trust this system um, to let them know a little more about themselves um, I expect that the data is going to show me different things not everyone is the same and I don't expect to get a pool of similar people um, I hope to be able to get a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds who are in different parts of their lives who have had different life experience and I want to also pay attention to those the life experiences how they see life what they think about themselves and really dive into personal identity what it means to be you how what what makes up you is it your race is it the color of your skin is it the color of your hair is it the language that you speak is it the family members that you hang out with is it the thought the language the the thoughts in your head um are mostly in or what what makes you um and i would urge any one of you um even if you haven't taken this test to maybe comment down and let me know what you think makes personal identity um i also i am hoping to build this uh research with um it's called ground grounded theory meaning that um we are not using anyone's theories we i am not um using critical race theory i am not using any other theories um that are well established in the um, anthropological field or any other field social uh, science field I am using the ground up theory meaning we'll see 
once I once I get my participants going, once I get talking to people, once I see what people are responding, how they see their personal identity, what contributes to it, what doesn't, that then I will build out a um, theoretical framework. But at the moment, I want to keep my theoretical framework as open as possible. Um, and the reason for that, it's not because I don't want to read other people's work, nor that I don't care about other people's work, is I just want my research to be very unique, um, to look at things that maybe others haven't really looked into yet, um, especially around personal identity and how we build that and how maybe how is personal identity changing in the 21st century um, compared to how personal identity was formed back in the 1800s. Uh, there would be great, a great place for um, me to maybe do some qualitative analysis and see how people were describing themselves back in the day and the things that contributed to their personal identity um, and how people describe themselves now and what contributes to that personal identity um, and also how easy is it for it to change. I'm going to hypothesize that personal identities are a lot more fluid now, um, almost like gender identities and maybe it might require a lot more research to get into gender identity and gender, gender fluidity also, I am not an expert um, in gender studies, nor would I want to speak out and say something that maybe is not correct or it's just not the right terminology. It's not my field. So I would definitely keep in mind how gender fluidity has changed and how it's transformed and how by us knowing more about it, we are able to see that, yes, gender fluidity and gender standards are not so rigid and so um, black and white. Um, so that's the mentality, or that's the idea behind how I'm taking this research. Whether it's, is personal identity more fluid now? Is it because of these DNA tests? Is it because we trust um, the science and we trust medicine to tell the, us a truth, a truth that we don't really trust as much when it comes to social sciences or any other field because of this um, idea that the scientific method is the closest to the truth that we can find. And in a way, um, it can be. If used correctly, yes, the scientific method um, probably has the, the least um, percentage of error, the highest accuracy. Um, it can get us to some sort of truth, but again, the world is not pretty. Um, the world, it's not flat. The world's not smooth. The world changes and varies. So I wouldn't think that to get to the truth would be that easy. Um, and definitely as we learn more, things change. So I think this is a great um, part to stop the podcast for today. Um, I want to really, really thank you all um, for listening in, for taking the time. This is definitely helping me out. It not only helps me to store or have somewhere where my thoughts can be, but it's also helping me. And this is step one to finishing that thesis. Um, it's literally getting my ideas together um, and getting excited about something that I'm doing. Because, yes, actually putting it into a podcast, it actually turning out a lot better maybe what's today is going to turn out what's today how's my day looking um what am i doing what are you all doing am i doing my thesis am i not doing my thesis am i working am i not working um 
some things I'll be able to share more than others um, because yes technically I do work Monday through Fridays 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, if you all need my business card um, feel free to ask for it but if you have any ideas on my research if you think my research is interesting if you have any friends who might be interested in taking part in this research um, please reach out to me uh, my email is very very simple personal email is David that's D-A-V-I-D-C David in Spanish David Pastor yes como los tacos al pastor P-A-S-T-O-R so David Pastor the number 24 at gmail.com again David Pastor 24 at gmail.com um, feel free to send me emails about topics I should talk about if you think this podcast is shit if you think this podcast is good what do you like to drink? Do you think my thesis is interesting? Do you think I should make a film? You can literally email me about anything. Um, I will most likely respond because I've realized how easy it is to contact people through email. And it's not weird. Um, it's not that weird that we think when we don't know someone, but we find them interesting, but we know we don't know them well enough yet to ask for a phone number or to have that connection, or we don't even want to have that phone number because Honestly, sharing a phone number is being more intimate. It's be, being like, okay, I have to respond, you know? And sometimes we don't want to respond. Or it's not that we don't want to respond. We just don't have the time or we think it will be another time where I will respond. So email for me, it's great. Um, like I said, I have a lot of free time right now. I will be working on my thesis. Thank you all again for listening in. Sorry for bombarding you with three episodes today. But if everything works well... I hope to be done with my thesis. I will be done with my thesis by June of 2021 and we'll be celebrating and I'll be throwing a party. And for every one of you all who listens to my podcast and will stay with me for this next year while I write this thesis, you are all more than welcome to come to the party. And with that, I leave you beautiful people. I apologize for the outdoor sounds and the cars and all the things that are not pretty. But this life is not pretty. The world is not pretty, but we make the best out of it. Take care. Love you all. Stay safe and wash your hands.